<laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right. Jesus's actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, were worthy, and were qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. Jesus sees that in each and every woman. We see that in each and every one of you. And that is the intention that we build upon in our little space in the blackest Christianist corner of the internet. Welcome. Yes, welcome. I'm so Keisha. Oh, I'm Christina. We don't do this anymore. We don't like introduce ourselves. Forgetting. <laughs> we we be thinking y'all know us, but in real life, some of y'all are new. Welcome to the tribe. <laughs> this, is, this is who we are. You can find us every Thursday. Um, come hang out with us on every place where you love to listen to podcasts. Did you know uh, Apple Podcast was down today? It was really weird. Was it? I usually listen to podcasts on Spotify. So. Well, I listened to our last episode on Spotify because of that. Um, or come hang out with us on Instagram at Mary Martha Podcast. Email us at Mary Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to like and subscribe. That is how you share the gospel with other people. Um, and we love to hear from you guys. I got the I got the sweetest note, Keish, this week um, from a young woman who listens to our podcast who was like a friend of a friend it's just like since the pandemic she's been listening to us every morning to our back episodes on her drive into work and how much of a blessing oh, this that's has nice. been so i was like oh good and i was like thank you we try to be real relatable what was our did we did we have like a tagline Yes, real like, Christian, real. Wait, it was like real. Hold on, it was like real God. <laughs> real God. It was like real God, uh, real faith, real issue, mm. relatable women. I don't know, girl. I don't nah, know. Well, we'll we'll figure it out before the end of this episode. But <laughs> Keisha, what we got for church announcements? So for church announcements this week, do y'all spiritual gifts test? How come you haven't done it yet? Do it right now. Oh, you know what? We okay. So I'm gonna say this too. We have been getting emails from people doing their spiritual gifts test, and uh-huh. I did. I we did get an email that asked what what do you do with your gifts test now? And hey, what you do with it now is you listen to this series on gifts of the spirit because we're gonna be talking about the different spiritual gifts throughout the next eight weeks. So hopefully. Hopefully, we talk about your gifts because we're going to talk about what you do with those specific gifts. So keep listening and you will find out yes. what to do. And if yes, you yes, don't yes. know, also pray. The yes. Lord will tell you. That's, that's what I was going to say. You need to be meditating over your gifts. All right. You need to be putting mm-hmm. that before the Lord. All right. Um, Christina. What other church announcements do we have? And then I'm going to circle back with um, yes, two ma'am. more. Oh, okay. So the, the other uh, announcement is Zion Women's Conference is this weekend. Come and hang out with us. I am hosting. Pray for me because I'm going to be hosting tired. But you know what? <laughs> the Lord is still good. <laughs> His mercy. Is Where you are weak. Doors forever. Oh. So was that what? I said, where you are weak, he is strong. Yes, amen. <laughs> because he will be strong in me and pray. Hopefully I won't say anything crazy. Um, 
but there's some amazing women who were speaking. Our very own uh, resident therapist, yeah, Erica St. Bernard, will be there. Our fave. Um, super excited. Also, she's going to do a Q&A, Q&A after her talk. So she'll be answering your questions live in real time about what you uh, think about what she had to say. Also, we have Dr. Quantrilla Ard from The First Five. And last but not least, we have Unique Jones-Gibson, Gia Peppers, and Jen, our, our girl, Janae. If you missed our friendship series, Janae was on a dropping bombs, um, talking about social justice and how God is the God of justice. Because he is. If you read your Bible, you will know. Um, so come hang out with us on Saturday. We will drop the link in the show notes if you want to come through. It's going to be lit, so you should be there. Keisha, what you got? Go ahead and embarrass our girl because make sure that when you see Erica on Saturday, you tell her happy birthday. Yes. Her birthday. It's her birthday. Okay. And then on Sunday is my fave's birthday, my big sister, Nakia. My very first. Oh, happy birthday, Nakia. And then on Tuesday is my daddy's birthday. And he turned. Y'all all come in the same month, aren't y'all? It's it's a lot of the Negroes in this month. My mama, my sister, and my daddy. And then Eric came in. And I got a couple friends. More, more friends and stuff. Like, September is lit. First of all, you people need to stop having babies and doing all that nasty stuff around Christmas. No, that's called New Year's babies. That's funny. No, that's, no, they're Christmas babies. Really? Yeah, it's 10 months, 40 weeks. They're Christmas oh. babies. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because it's cold outside. They, they, they want to snuggle. Exactly. They come. They 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 were produced in base season. Okay, <laughs> pinnacle of base season. Okay. Oh gosh. Out here in other people's homes. Oh gosh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh yes. So those are our church announcements. Shout out to those that we love, whose lives are being celebrated this month. It's a great month for birthdays. It is a great month. I love September. Mm-hmm. Wish her. Uh... Oh, oh 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 oh! And welcome to fall. It's cold. It's it's cold outside. <laughs> But also, also, is it today or was it yesterday was the first day of fall? Today. Welcome to fall, (laughs) y'all. We're still still in the house. We're still in the house. Girl, if you could have told me back in March, we would still be here in- Called you a liar right to your face. September. I wouldn't have have believed you. I would have been like, "Mm, I'm going to go with no. Mm -hmm. So- And look at us, humbled and in the house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go into. I was gonna be announced anyway, but what's your Mary Martha moment? <laughs> okay, um, so my Mary Martha moment this week is it's gonna seem really simple, but it makes such a big difference. So Marley's on the move, and so <laughs> I have had to kind of rework uh, the house, mm-hmm. and so we have a new rug in here. Um, gifted by my bestie, Jenea. And um, I moved out some things. And so like the living room looks bigger. Hmm. But what I love about it, right, is that now we've put up like these little baby gates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now it's like watching Marley experience the world Mm -hmm. and like watching her curiosity develop and her independence develop like there were moments this week where I just kind of sat and watched her experience Mm -hmm. the world those were just really great moments and I'm glad I took a couple moments to do that you know it's been a tough week 
for the world and all that kind of stuff. But I was watching my little black girl <laughs> find her some joy in this world. Yes. It what it what it warmed my heart to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was my merry moment for the week. Hey. What about you? Men. Um, I have a merry moment as well. I have been um, reading a study called Galatians, Accepted and Free, by our girl Jada Edwards. Oh, I love um, it. It's like been really, really good. I'm going to read a book. <clears throat> it's been really, really good. It walks through the book of Galatians. Galatians is like five chapters, but it has a lot of great discussion questions. It has um, videos that go along with it. So I've been really digging deep into what does it mean to be accepted by Christ? Mm. Um, and it's just, it's been a really great reminder for me that we all have our own things that we listen to that may distract us from the gospel. One of the things that she says is, um, a part of what was wrong with the church of Galatia is they were hearing a gospel that was, um, not all the way correct. And we know that when the gospel is not all the way correct, it's wrong period. Mm -hmm. And her example was, you know, how when you're putting in numbers, when you're buying something online and the numbers are your credit card, if you transpose two of the numbers in that 16 digit, the company doesn't say, oh, you almost right. So we'll just go ahead and mail you them shoes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, they decline it because it's not correct. Cause that, that is not the venue you use to get whatever you're trying to purchase. That is how the gospel is. It can't be off by one number. It has to either be true mm-hmm. or it's false. So it, it's a reminder for me to be like, okay, what, are, what am I standing on? What am I feeding myself? What am I telling people? And is it the gospel or is it what I want the gospel to be? Because if it's the latter, then I'm all wrong. Yeah. But it's That's good. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like the title, Accepted and Free. I love that. Yes. It's- <laughs> He's just rocking like a church mom right now. <laughs> it, re- it reminds me of a group chat from last week when we talked about the Holy Spirit gives us freedom. Oh well, you know we are. Uh, since we're talking about accepted and free, let's go to our group chat today. Yeah. Um, but I have a question to start us out. Um, Keisha, who were you in seventh grade, and what did you hope your life would be? Ooh, child, seventh grade Keisha was. Um, shy introverted socially awkward and really smart okay <laughs> check this out okay so i was in them advanced classes but i was like i just wanted to have friends but i didn't know how to make them because i was super shy and so Aww. um where'd you go for seventh grade i was at thomas johnson oh yeah, yeah. of course you were uh-huh <laughs> and then um And so because of that, when I thought about what I wanted to do with my life, I thought about um, who I'd want to be around and I wanted to be around animals, (laughs) wanted to be a veterinarian. And because my parents are business owners, I wanted to have my own veterinary clinic. That's what I wanted to do in seventh grade of my life. Can I tell y'all that when we were talking before the episode and I asked her this question, I said, I already know what you want to be though. It's going to be a veterinarian. She was like, no, but like really. you're gonna say something random like I wanted to be a veterinarian and I got really annoyed because that's exactly what I wanted to be and <laughs> I was like, "Cause you don't like people." She's like, "I like people." <laughs> I do like people. I was just not good at peopling when I was younger. Oh, gosh, 
that it's funny. So I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, seventh grade, Christina. <laughs> seventh grade, Christina liked to argue, and uh, I was good at it. And I also wanted to be Tia and Tamara, and that's why I used to always wear button-down shirts with headbands. Oh my god! You know what I was going to talk about this week? What? I have. I am almost finished watching all of the seasons of Sister this Sister. Is, for real. I am. I am like at the end of season six. Like that is, oh and I'm God. so sad about it because I'm like, man, what if I'm watching now? <laughs> I started it, but I didn't finish it. But I will say that Sister Sister excited me when I started watching season one because I forgot they were adopted. You did? So I, I just, it, I forgot until the very first episode when I was rewatching it. I was like, oh, normalized adoptions. I was just so excited. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Like, of course they were. Like, they had a, yeah, different, they had a different father and mother. Like, I know, but I, I just wasn't, it didn't. It just hit. didn't click. It didn't, it didn't click. Okay. I mean, I knew that they had a different father and mother when I watched it the first time. But seeing it over again, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, anyway. definitely watching these things as, a, as an adult. It's different. Different things. For sure. For sure. You got all these sounds behind you. <laughs> I clearly have biker boys happening in my background. <laughs> That's what happens you when you what live you're on doing. the main like, street. It's too cold so, it's uh, child, child. So, um, yeah. So I wanted to be T and Tamara and a lawyer. Um, and the great thing is, like, for me at least, I hoped that I would be a lawyer, but it hadn't come to fruition yet. Because that's what hope is. Hope is wanting something that hasn't come to pass, but trusting God that if it, this is something that he promised you, he's going to give it. So I want you guys to ask yourselves, who were you in seventh grade and what did you, you hope your life would be? And take that into this episode. So today in our group chat, we're talking about hope. And the title of this episode is Hope Dealers, because I feel like as Christians, we should be passing out hope on every corner, just like they, be pass they used to pass out dope back in the 80s. Like, we need to make sure our communities are flooded with hope. Our streets are flooded with hope. Our families are flooded with hope. That is just the, the type of um, spread that we want. <laughs> I don't like spreading COVID. <laughs> but instead of spreading COVID, spread hope. <laughs> because he's just like <laughs> because that is what we are charged to do as Christians and one of our spiritual gifts is hope it is one of the essential gifts and we said a few weeks ago that essential gifts are qualities given to all believers because they are necessary for the Christian life and those three essential gifts are faith hope love and the Holy Spirit so hope is necessary for the Christian walk because our ultimate hope is Jesus Christ that he is who he says he is and will do what he says he will do. Amen. Um, we all hope that Jesus will come back to, to um, the earth and come rapture us. We all hope that the, our belief in the fact that he died and was resurrected and um, lived again for us, we hope that will get us into heaven. It is a hope. That's why it is necessary. It's not something that is happening right now. It's not something that, something that we know for sure, but it's not something that we can see in the present. So that is the importance of hope. So when I was thinking through the research for this episode, I listened to one of our old episodes. Mm -hmm. Girl, back. 
episode 13, The Purpose of Hope. <laughs> I First of all, I was laughing um, because it was hilarious. And Keisha, we... We don't have no sense. We don't have any... No behavior. <laughs> we just be saying whatever. Mm. We were mean to each other in this episode, but then cracking up laughing. It was, it was very weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened before we recorded that episode. And then we had really weird technical issues. <laughs> So if you want a good laugh, listen to episode 13. Now, the episode was good. When we got to the group chat, it was, I was writing down notes like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's also a testament to the value of recording points in your life. So whether you record it via a podcast or via a journal, like you can see how far you've come. Yeah. Um, for and sure. for me, the importance of that episode, yeah, you can, I mean, girl, we've come a long way. Um, the importance of that episode was birthed out of a conversation that Keisha and I had where I called Keisha in tears because, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this was what it was. We were going to do the Zion Women's Conference last year. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I did the Zion Women's Conference in 2018. And in 2018, I was talking about God was going to bring me a child. We were going through the adoption process. We were almost at the end. And how can I come back to the conference? And this hasn't happened. And I feel so deflated yeah. in my hope. And Keisha was like, no, we're going to hope. Because hope, like, <laughs> I was driving him to work. <laughs> Keisha was pumping me up about hope. She's like, we're going to go in there. We're going to do this. Just because you said that last year doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means it ain't happened yet. It's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I'm and then we did a whole episode about hope. <laughs> But I mean, I think it's so important about community. Before I get into the scripture, we talk about community a lot. And sometimes we will lose hope. And that is okay. As long as you have people around you who yeah. are going to tell you, you know, your words back, who are going to tell you God's words back so that you can get that hope back again. So I'm sure I'm not alone in hoping for something that wasn't coming to pass. And we all have something that we are really trusting God for. Before we jump into the scriptures for today, I want to talk about what is hope. And for my hope, <laughs> for my what is hope, I got this from my Logos app with that, that I love. And it says, hope is the confidence that by integrating God's redemptive acts in the past with trusting human responses in the present, the faithful will experience the fullness of God's goodness in both the present and the future. So hope is confidence yep. by thinking about what God has done in the past and with trusting our human responses in the present, that those of us who are faithful will experience the fullness um, of God's goodness in both the present and the future. I reread that again for a reason because I want that to kind of sink in. So God is good in the past, in the present, and, and in, in the, the future. future. Amen. So let's take it on down to Romans 15, 13. So it says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy, the Holy, the Spirit. Holy Spirit again. There's an OG. There he go. OG. <clears throat> so what Romans 15, 13 is telling us is God, let's start with now may the God of hope, God, <laughs> God's whole existence a large part of it is built off of hope that we are hoping that all of this is going to come to pass. 
and God's hope is intended to fill us with joy and peace. Remember we did an episode about um, the journey to joy mm -hmm. and we were talking about joy showing up in, with, in peace. And a part of that peace is the hope that God still has us through these situations that all four of us at the time were going through. So our goal is that God's hope is going to fill us up with joy and peace as we believe, yes. as you believe, as you believe. If that is the key, if you don't believe, then God is the God of hope <laughs> cannot fill up something that is closed, yep. that is closed off because spiritually, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think this is, I don't think God is telling the truth. I don't trust God. If you don't believe, you do not allow God to fill you up with joy and peace. So when you believe, it says so that you may overflow with hope. So the God of hope is going to fill you so that you overflow with his hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we have to believe God for what he says he's going to do so that we can have joy and peace and overflow with the hope that he gives us. Romans and remember, 15, when 13. you overflow with something, that means you have now hope to give out to others. Yep. You can't Going back to that community part. It. Yeah. You got to be a hope dealer. Boom, boom. So like, so <laughs> if when I ran out of hope, if when I called Keisha, she ain't had no hope either, then both of us are going to be despondent. And we but would because be she hopeless. was hopeless. together. <laughs> like a penny with a hole in it. But because her hope was overflowing, she was able to give me what I needed because she was already filled up with hope. A lot of the issues with um, us sometimes are that we're not overflowing, that we're, we only have enough to get us by, but not to get anybody else through. And that is one of the reasons why you really should be in the word on the, a daily basis. Because if you're only reading to fill yourself up, what are you going to do when your friend calls you in tears about yep. hope? Yep. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Are you just going to be like, um, well, the Bible says God so loved the world. Like, no, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be able to operate in your overflow. That's right. That means you have to be so filled that, that the scriptures are coming out automatically. Yes. Um, we talked last week about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit can make you say things that you ain't even think you were going to say. Why? Part of, the, part of it is you are so filled up with the Holy Spirit that that overflow is coming out of you um, in a way that is so just genuine and natural because you are filled. So you got to be filled period with hope so last scripture i have is romans 8 23 25 and it says not only that but we ourselves who have the spirit as the first fruits we also groan with ourselves eagerly waiting for adoption the redemption of our bodies now in this hope we were saved but the hope that is seen is not hope because who hopes for what he sees now if we hope for what we do not see we eagerly wait for it with patience said at the beginning of the episode Hope is something you don't have already. Hope is something that is no is not tangible at this moment. You hope for what you don't have. Hope that is seen is not hope. That's what the Bible says. So why would I hope in, in present twenty? Why would I hope that God will give me a house if I already have a house? I'm not saying a bigger house. If I'm like God, hey God, I really need a house. I really need somewhere to to stay. But wait, He already gave it to me. That's not hope. 
<laughs> that's God has already given me this. So I'm not hoping for it. Like maybe I may be like, oh my gosh, Lord, I lost my job, but um, I'm not hoping to get something. You hope for something you do not already have. Um, one of the things that I love is John Maxwell has an acronym for hope and it is holding on, praying expectantly. When God gives us a promise and God tells us something is going to happen, we have to hold on to that promise. We can't mm -hmm. drift from it. We can't think, okay, well, maybe that's not God who I heard. Maybe that's something else. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. Um, we have to really hold on to it and we have to continuously talk to God about it in a way where he knows we expect this thing. It's like when Jacob wrestled with the angel, like, I'm not going to let go of you until you bless me. I'm not going right. to let go of what it is that you promised me until it comes to pass. So we have to remember that when we're hoping, use the acronym H-O-P-E, holding on, praying expectantly. Um, we yeah, have I mean, to this, strengthen this... our hope like a muscle. I feel like this is exactly like Romans 15.3, where it's talking about 15.13, where it's talking about as you believe. So mm -hmm. it, like as you're praying, as you're holding on, you're believing that it's going mm -hmm. to produce something that God um, can give you or God has promised you. So we can hope yep. both in the promises of God and also in the things that we strongly desire for ourselves. So yeah, praying expectingly, holding on. Don't let Hold. go. Oh Lord, here's your own singing. Oh, you got to, you got to hold on. And like I, I love Romans fifteen thirteen because it's it's short enough that it's a memory verse mm -hmm, that yeah. you can just keep repeating it to yourself over and over again about God filling you up so that you can overflow with hope. Um, last but not least, if our gifts are to serve the kingdom, then we have to make sure that we're spreading the hope of God to other believers. And the way we do that is to continue to fill our own hope tanks. So and that they we, overflow. So that they, we just taking it back in circles in this episode for a reason, <laughs> because it's all, all so connected. If we're not tapped into our word, if we're not tapped into praying, if we're not in community, this doesn't work. This hope that we depend on, that God is giving us through the Holy Spirit, it doesn't work unless we are really tapped into him. And the purpose of this gift is to serve the kingdom. So we have to be giving it to others, AKA hope dealers. So question of the day, how can you be a hope dealer to somebody else this week? So I want you to think about that question. We're going to hopefully put it on our social media. We'll see what the <laughs> Lord has done this week. <laughs> he may surprise you. You never know. <laughs> how, how can you be a hope dealer this week? Um, and, and just as a, as a afternoon, not even an afternoon, but as a side note, um, our ultimate hope is in Jesus Christ returning. So first Timothy right. Um, one, one, we have to, we have other things that we're hoping for as well, but we must strengthen our hope muscles by remembering where God has brought us and trusting him to fulfill his promise, like his son coming back and his son redeeming us. Um, so yeah, hope, be a hope dealer, be a hope dealer. And, and remember that, um, the purpose of hope is, is to take you from one stage to the next right? It's supposed to sustain you as we're continuing living this life and, and walking towards the purpose that God has for us. Because yep. even in that, 
we're hoping that our lives are a reflection of God's purpose for us. We're hoping that our ministries are a reflection of who God is and who he is to the world and who he is for the world. We're hoping that our relationships are a reflection of God's love for us. So in everything that you do, hoping um, and believing and, and operating and moving as you continue to believe in the hope of Jesus Christ is going to sustain us as we not only love ourselves, but love each other in the way that God has called us to do so. Absolutely. And we will be remiss if we don't talk about the hope that we have for this country. Um, the hope and that we have. specifically the hope that we have for black girls. I was country. just, I was getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was like, wait. The, no, no. The hope that we have for the system mm-hmm. um, to change and the hope that we have, like you just said, for black girls and, you know, we don't always get it right as a system. We don't always get it right as a country. Um, I do think Malcolm X's words ring true in the most disrespected person in America is a Black woman. And we just pray for Breonna Taylor, her family. Um, we pray for the city of Louisville. We pray for um, the country. It's just, it's a, it's a lot. We just hope that the next generation, um, that our children can really take up the mantle and um, do better because we are trash right now. And we, I just really hope that they can find a way to change this country for the better. Yeah, my, my prayer for Black girls everywhere, in the midst of my sadness and my rage my hope is that my life is not wasted my Mm. hope is that none of our lives are wasted um and that in life and in death that how we live and who we live for Mm. allows black girls behind us to be accepted and to Mm -hmm. be free to be loved to be honored to be cherished to be deemed worthy, to be deemed qualified, to be deemed dignified. Like we, we say those things and we don't say them lightly Mm -hmm. because we, we have both experienced firsthand um, the disrespect that is thrown specifically at women of color and specifically at black women. Yeah. And so our hope is is that the God of hope um, sustains us, lifts us up, mm-hmm. and reminds us of our value so that as young Black girls come behind us, we can lift them up. We can love them. We can remind them of their value. That's where I am with it. Mm-hmm. Amen. My hope is built on nothing less. Then Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest flame, but hold, holy lean. Holy name. lean on Jesus' name. On oh, Christ the solid. Rock, Rock I stand. stand. On other ground. It's <laughs> Ooh, child. So um, that was great, Christina. Let's, let's Y'all go. Know we, <laughs> y'all know we know. Amen. Um, 
let's go into the power prayer for the week. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you that you are the God of hope. Mm -hmm. We thank you, God, because we live in a world that at times makes us feel hopeless and powerless and forgotten. But the promise that you've made to us is that first and foremost, you created us in your image which means that by virtue of us being here and in your image, we are valued members of your family. We are your valued children. You love us deeply, God. And because you love us and you are the God of hope, you have given us the Holy Spirit to enable us to move through this world and believe in you and hope in you as we do the hard work of ministry, God. And so, God, we ask you that as we continue to hope for better, that we work for better, that we expect better, that we love better, that we live better, God. We ask that your hope produce in us strength to make it another day, strength to take it to the next level, strength to look back and lift someone up behind us. Thank you, God, for the hope that you've given us. Because without your hope, we would be in despair, God. So we thank you for your son that you sent to die on Calvary for us, God. And then you lifted him up again so that we could see what hope produces. We could see the manifestation of hope. And you've given us your word to share with us stories of hope, God. Stories of faith. So that when we are going through our tough, our tough moments, God, that you help us to hope. You help us to hope to be in deeply in love with someone who values us. You help us to hope to find fulfillment in the work that you've assigned us to do. You help us to hope to be parents who raise children who love you and whose lives honor you. You help us to hope to live in such a way that our financial resources can be used for your kingdom, for the building of your kingdom, and for the serving of your people, God. We thank you, God, for the hope that you've given us, and we ask that every day moving forward that you give us a new dose of hope such that we are overflowing so that when our friends and our loved ones come to us, asking us to give them hope that we have more than enough to give of the godly hope that you've given to us. We thank you, God, that you are the God of hope and that you are the God of our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8, do what do you can. what you can. See you next week. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Bye.